And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father, through the Son, and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, the gospel is not based on human reasoning, so hopefully people will not misunderstand that this does not promote zero logical reasoning within the gospel framework. It means that it's not based on human reasonings, which have origins in men being the center of everything. Additionally, it's equally important to understand that Paul is trying to communicate that the vehicle that God has chosen to, that for us to engage with him in is faith. So you can't get saved without faith, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you look, no matter how smart you are or self-righteous or any of those other things. All our righteousness is as filthy rags before the eyes of God. And now the rest of the stuff that I was going to teach on today has kind of been tossed out the window because our awesome brother Sergio asked a great question, and I want to continue on some of that plus the material we're teaching in Matthew. So guess what we're going to do that we've never done before? We're going to deviate so far from the trail that you and I have no idea what's going to happen, but this is for sure. The Lord is always good to us. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And oy vey. Oy vey, oy, Barbara, David, he's just sitting on the chair. He's not moving. Call the doctor. Something's wrong. Oy vey. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Pretty simple. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us live during the show, just like our brother did, just like anybody can. You can just give us a holler, 972-445-0770. For those who aren't sure about that, it's 972-445-0770. And when you make that phone call, my friends, you have the awesome opportunity to talk to our very own Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Ah, you can't beat this. Talking to Dynamite D is like roasting marshmallows and making s'mores. 
Oh, Dave. <laughs> Isn't that good? It's like, oh, yeah, there you go. See, that's so sneaky now in the, in the stores now. They used to sell everything separately. But now when you go in the store, there's the marshmallows, and then they have the chocolate right next to it and the graham crackers right next to it. It's like that is, so, that is so sneaky. All right, bottom line is this. Maybe you've got a question, a comment. Maybe you've got a thought. Maybe you've got an opinion. Fantastic. Just the opportunity to share call us up we'll do our best it might not be perfect no wait let me rephrase that it won't be perfect but it'll be the best that we can offer the best that we can give unto you and you have that chance to share if something that's going on in your life and the lord's blessed you in something and really kind of oh this is the lord i know it's the lord share that share that that the bible says let the redeemed of the lord say so so then say so if you've got a prayer request and you're really, it's really tough, it's really hard, or if it's like, I just, it's just this little bit, I got to get over this mountain, I just, I just need a little push, or I need to get through the mountain, however it is, give us a call, we'll pray together. The opportunity for the show is not, uh, not really about complaining. I think most people get that by now. It's not really a fetch fest. It's hey, from one thirty to three, we encourage, right? If you're in a different time zone while we're talking, we encourage. This is all we're trying to do is encourage and bless people. We also do some some funny stuff like, well, the jokes aren't really funny, but we do Bible trivia, and that's, uh, that's always good to do. So I'll give you a Bible trivia question, and then we'll just carry on from where we were at. Here's your first Bible trivia question, so get ready for it. Which of the disciples told Nathaniel that they had found the Messiah? Which of the disciples told Nathaniel, we have found the Messiah? If you think you know, and by the way, the answer is in John chapter 1. The Gospel of John chapter 1. Which one did that? If you think you know the answer, we'll give you that opportunity. It's a t- little tougher trivia question today, I'm telling you. But they're all going to be along this range. Uh, 972-445-0770. That'd be the number to call. 214-210-8483. That'd be the text. And then David at he must increase.org. That would be the email. We're going to do our DNA because we can get a chance to do that earlier. So we're going to do it right now. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. 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 I can't make that any more irritating if I tried. You've got to spend time with the Lord every day. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter if it's the same time. It can be the same time. Doesn't have to be the same time. It can be the same amount. It can be a different amount. I don't care. Just do it. And you'll understand as we get into the text, you'll understand more and more how critical this is. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. So if our DNA are building blocks, D is to draw closer to the Lord. N is to never be ashamed of what Jesus said or his words. Ever. Ever be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A. Always be ready to serve, To serve, which means OPM. Now, for those that don't know, I actually got that from a movie. OPM is other people's money. And the truth of the matter is that other people matter. And if you're going to walk the way that Jesus walked and reflect him, you'll understand that he came to serve and not to be served. So we need to serve. We serve one another by carrying one another's burdens. Get that? Very, very important. That's how you fulfill the law of Christ. So we'll keep it as simple as we can. Loving one another, serving one another, bearing each other's burdens. That's how you serve. Okay? All right. So that's our DNA. Boy, I'm going to roll today. 
<laughs> we better look out. This could be this could be really dangerous for a lot of people. Uh, let us remind everybody, don't forget about praying for Don and Jennifer and Dee. Don't forget about your April buddies. Uh, I do want to do a prayer in the next segment for healing for, for people in our audience. We think that's a pretty important thing to do. Our trivia question I'm going to get to. And then I'm actually going back to the Matthew text because I want you to stay in tune with me. Just follow along on the teaching. If the Lord gives you something out of it, great. If he doesn't, then you pray that somebody else gets something out of it. And that's what I do in church. When you go to church, and let's say you're sitting there and you're listening, it's 30 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, some churches, 65 minutes of teaching. You know, not every single cello, single uh, vowel and consonant might be for you. But that doesn't mean that if you heard something, you're like, yep, I'm pretty ingrained in that. You should be praying right then and there. Lord, let that bless somebody who doesn't know that. I mean, you're always active in church. You're not just sitting there. It's not a concert. It's an engagement. That's how you got to think of it in those terms. All right, trivia question. Which of the disciples told Nathaniel that they had found the Messiah? All these trivia questions, by the way, are going to be about Nathaniel. Just so if you got that reference in John 1 and I'm you, I stay there. Okay. If you think you know, uh, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase.org. So uh, Sergio asked a, a, just a phenomenal question. He asked about, do we have a target on our back? You know, it feels bad that sometimes he slips and doesn't make it right. And so what I did was I did talk about the reality that we do have a target on our back continually, and that's what the spiritual warfare is. If you're falling back, but you're like, oh, Lord, I'm just so hurt or wounded. That's a great testimony that you're deeply engaged in the kingdom and trying to draw closer to the Lord. And it's grace by which we stand. It is grace by which we stand. You don't stand in your own power. Your own. It is only by that. And uh, that part's not, you know, it's not, it's not justification for us to sit there and sin. That's licentiousness. That's trying to make the grace of God greasy. Don't make the God the grace of God greasy. Appreciate the grace of God. One thing I did not answer that I just want to flip in there for Sergio, and that is with that target on your back, that also, because it comes from Satan and demonic powers, it also is part of the influence of the world, which it is also part of the influence of people in your life who do not know the Lord and then are used as vehicles against you. Okay? So just be aware that's how the enemy operates. All right? All right. That's that. Last thing, and then I'll get into the teaching. I'm sitting there working on this stuff this morning in the studio. I notice a glitch in some of my teaching material, and the Lord's like, I'm not doing what you think I'm doing. And he could not be more accurate. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I just, I just, I'm just going along for the ride. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to do I'm just going wherever the Lord points. Go there. Okay. Go there. Okay. All right, I want to go back to this text, and then we'll, we'll do this for about three or four minutes, and I'll answer the trivia question if nobody calls in. Back to the original text. This is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Look, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Be as, as, as wise as snakes and as harmless as doves. But be aware, for you'll be handed over to the courts and beaten in the synagogues, and you must stand trial before governors and kings because you're my followers. This will be your opportunity to tell them about me, yes, to witness to the world. But this is something that's really important, and that is everybody is just looking for the ticket to escape. 
I mean, you know it's true. You know, it's, and and don't misunderstand. I want that too. I want. I don't want to finish this sentence before I hear. Doo, doo, doo. I want. That's what I want. But the truth of the matter is, these trials, these difficult times, these Christian attacks, these unfair governmental principles, these ridiculous persecutions, all lead to the most important element of faith. Ready? the opportunity to witness for the gospel of Jesus Christ and to testify of the kingdom of God. Every one of these things, I want you to listen to what Jesus said. He said, you'll be handed over the courts and beaten in the synagogues. Oh, it's a good thing that's for them. Okay, I guess the Great Commission is just for them. You'll be you're handed over to the courts and beaten in the synagogues, and you must stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. Why? Because you are my followers. This is your opportunity to tell them about me. Yes, to witness to the world. And we're just thinking, it's unfair, it's unfair, it's unfair, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. It is unfair, it is wrong, but it is also the opportunity to witness for the gospel of Jesus Christ and to testify of the kingdom of God. But you don't have to be afraid if that takes place in our lives and in our time frame, because the Holy Spirit will speak through you. So here's the only preparation you need to have for all of this. Ready? Get ready, get ready. D-N-A. <laughs> See how pre- D. Your only preparation for having the Holy Spirit speak through you and testify to the gospel is you just being close to the Lord. You don't have to take a class. You don't have to get a certificate. You don't have to get a degree. You got to hang out with Jesus. You want to be ready for whatever is going to come your way? Hang out with Jesus. You want to be prepared for an opportunity that the Lord creates for you to testify? Hang out with Jesus. He already tells us the Holy Spirit's going to speak through us. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. At that time, the Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. You won't have to worry about that. But guess what you do need to do? Spend time with Jesus. You see how important that is now? You think, oh, DNA, that's cute. Cute? That is the instrument by which you stand and testify to the gospel, your communion with the Lord. Oh, and by the way, that's what Jesus said about spending time with the Father. That was his, that was his, we'll have to get into that when we study John 14, but you'll like it. Anyway, the idea behind this is for us to recognize whatever does or doesn't happen, doesn't matter, we're ready if we're in the Lord. A lot of people know of the Lord, but they're not always in the Lord. When you're in the Lord, you're spending time with the Lord. That's a big, big difference. Trivia question. Which of the disciples told Nathaniel they had found the Messiah? The answer is Philip. Philip. In John chapter 1, verse 45, we're going to go down and do a few more of these with Philip or with uh, Nathaniel. It's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, we'll take our break. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. 
the David Spoon Experience. I'm not going to do an over overriding teaching that will uh, make the Baptists or the Church of Christ proud, so neither one of you groups can be all excited about this because that's not the purpose of this. Uh, here's where we're picking it up. Uh, as uh, verse 34 ends, eunuch, the eunuch uh, asked Philip, what was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? Verse 35 from Acts chapter uh, 9, uh, or chapter 8, says, Philip says, Philip began with the same scripture and then began to tell him about the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there is some water. Why can't I be baptized? So let's just stop right there. When Philip was explaining the gospel to the eunuch, he had to include the understandings or the teachings of baptism, or the eunuch never would have said, why can't I be baptized? He never would have said it, never would have come up, unless Philip had brought that information to light. In multiple translations, it then says, you can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Jesus Christ is the Son of God. This is often known as believer's baptism. Some texts will show this in the footnote. I disagree that it should be reduced to the footnote. I think it's a part of the text. I would not fellowship with you over that. I just think it is a part of the text because he asks a very pointed question. And in this exchange, Philip is giving a very pointed answer. So he's like, well, 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 well there's some water. I, I want to be baptized. I want to respond to the gospel. I want to say yes. And Philip responds by saying, you can. You can get baptized. As long as you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you can be baptized. Now, why that's important is because this is the difference between many different groups about who can be baptized. Some people think, well, a child can be baptized. Yeah, but a child can't believe in Jesus, so then how can a child be baptized? That's the argument, okay? Those, again, those are not fellowship issues. Those are disagreements. You know, we spent... I spent 10 minutes talking about understanding who's got the Spirit of God and who doesn't have the Spirit of God. When you have a difference of application of Scripture, that, that person's not a evil person. They're not some kind of demonic whatever. They see something different than you. Okay. They're genuinely in a relationship with Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is what redeems us. They are uh, acknowledging their heavenly Father, praying our Father who art thou in heaven. They drink of the same Holy Spirit. They come to a different conclusion. Yeah. What else is new? Does everybody think McDonald's is the best fast food? Are you kidding? There's only a few people. <laughs> Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready to do our next trivia question. I can't tell if Al was kidding or not because his first answer was wrong. <laughs> and so I kind of think he was kidding. So I'm going to go with that. Eric got the pow-pow technically on that first one. On the second one, though, Eric is disqualified because <laughs> he already gave the answer ahead of time. So you can't do that. So here we go. Here's your next Trivia question, although he was thinking, well, where was Nathaniel when Jesus first saw him? Where was Nathaniel when Jesus first saw him? 
If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. So a couple things I need to share with you guys, because I think I try to share with you guys on a pretty, a pretty often like what's going on. So this show, as it's moving along, is just, I didn't even know it was going to happen. And I feel like I have more energy, like I can preach for 10 hours. Something weird is happening, and I love it. But there must be some of us who are listening to this that really need to have this either hammered home or reminded or all of that stuff because the Lord is giving, like, directions to to people. And I think Sergio, under the leading of the Spirit, kind of started the ball. And I just I want you guys to know. Sometimes you call in. Sometimes I, sometimes I start a show. It's not. It's just. I'm just doing the best to teach. Then there's sometimes it's just like anointed, and it's like, wow, what's happening? It's great. It's awesome. Then other times it's just you know pushing through and so on and so forth. But you guys have that too. You just don't. Maybe you don't call it that, but you should. When the Lord moves upon you to do something, say something, respond in a certain way, share something or whatever, it could very well be the anointing of the Lord that's leading you to do that. You are as capable as anybody else, and don't you ever let the enemy or leadership tell you otherwise, okay? That's really important. You have to understand that, especially in lieu of some of the material we're about to cover, and not this segment, but in the following segment. You have to understand that if the Lord works in you and moves in you and does something, it counts. It's not a fluke. God knows exactly what he's doing, okay? And he's doing it through you. Get that? All right. Once again, where was Nathaniel when he saw the Jesus uh, first saw him? Your answer is in the Gostilla Gospel of John chapter 1. Where was he located? If you think you know, you can uh, call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at he must increase dot org. So I'm going to go finish up with one more section. And this is a really important section in the Matthew thing. And then the next segment, we're going to shift into Galatians, which we've never done that before, but we're going to try and do it anyway. So after we just talked about the reality that if there is this, oh, wait, somebody's calling in. Ooh, you guys are getting spared. You're getting spared. I just want to say that because this is the next part that that goes along with what I just said about the Lord anointing you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show that to you right here because I didn't even realize it was this next part of the text, but it is. So uh, I, I just want you to be aware we're going to do this Matthew one, then shift into Galatians. Are they ready to answer? No, nope, we're going to wait on the trivia. Okay, so here's what I want you to, to be aware of. This is what Jesus uh, said after he said you'll be given. Uh, the. Uh, he said uh, you will have an opportunity to witness about me. And then it's in verse 19 of Matthew 10. He says, when you are arrested, don't worry about what to say in your defense because you'll be given the right words at the right time. For it won't be you doing the talking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. So you are a vessel of God's grace and mercy and wisdom. And in that vessel of grace, mercy, and wisdom, it's not a qualifier. The Lord does it through you. You're a part of that process. But I want to go on because I want to finish this one part. And this is what Jesus says. He says, brother will betray brother to death. Fathers will betray their own children, and children will rise up against their parents and cause them to be killed. And everyone will hate you because of your allegiance 
to me. Everyone will hate you because of your allegiance to me. So here's what I want you to get out of this. They hated Jesus. Oh, no, no, Dave, 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 you're wrong. Everybody loved Jesus. <laughs> no, they didn't. They hated him so much that after only three years of being a teacher, they crucified him. He was the one that said, wide is the road to destruction. Narrow is the path that leads to life. And the truth is that Jesus told us that we would be hated because of our allegiance to him. In fact, the Bible says, woe unto you when all men speak well of you. Everybody in fame wants to be loved and appreciated and adored. That's awesome for this 80 years. But what's coming is a completely different process. And people that hate you because you're connected to Jesus, just go out and buy yourself a chocolate bar or go buy a little trophy, <laughs> go buy a little gem or go buy something and go, yep, there's one, yep, there's one, yep, there's one. Because if they hate you because you're connected to Jesus, not because you're a, a rotten person, but because you're connected to Jesus, they hate you because of that, that's just proof, more proof that you're his. If they speak ill of you simply because of your faith, it's more proof. And Jesus said in verse 24 of Matthew, a student's not greater than a teacher, servant's not greater than their master. Student shares the teacher's fate. The servant shares the master's fate. And it's just like, oh boy, oh boy. There could be a lot of problems going on here because we're connected to Jesus. That's right. And we're not going to break that connection because nobody else has the words of life. Right? Woe unto you when all men speak well of you. Okay? All right. We do have somebody ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. <clears throat> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm okay. Oh, wait, are you there? I'm here. Okay, I just lost you for a split second. So, oh, uh -oh. I'm, actually, I'm glad you called because I got to be praying for Julianne and Easton. So it's a good chance for us to pray for Nola too and everybody right. else that's going on. All right. uh, where is Easton? Is he up in Memphis? Or? He's up in well, they're in Memphis. They're in Covington, Tennessee. Covington. They're in Covington, which is about 45. I think it's about 45 miles some direction or another from Memphis. I don't know. Oh, okay. I just follow the road. I don't even. You know, it's like, uh, all I know is this is a long drive. This is a long drive. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> all right, well, let's do the trivia and then tell, give us an update, and then we'll pray together. How about that? You ready for that? You ready I'll for the trip? Yes. All right. Where was Nathaniel when Jesus first saw him? Was he under a, like a juniper tree, something like that? Uh, well, let's go. Or... A tree. Let's go with, yes, correct. <laughs> he was under a fig tree. Fig tree, okay. That's right. He was under a fig tree, not to be confused with Fig Newtons, but he was under a fig tree. He's one of the few disciples that were, was, what was he doing when he was called? Taking a nap. <laughs> he, was, he was just like, I'm just chilling right here under the yeah. tree, right? I mean, that's just, I love that guy. And then what Jesus says about him, we're going to get into in, in a little bit, but I just love that guy. He's just like, I'm chilling right here. I'm not working. Right. <laughs> you want to get me? Come get me. Uh, all right. Give us any updates on Nola. Anything going on? It's pretty much where we stand in Pat. What's the what's the situation? I wish I could tell you a more current uh, update, but I just don't have it. I got um, you. I got you. Just still uh, waiting on. So 
some drug that no one's taken before, but then next thing we found out is a little boy's going to go ahead of her. She was going to. Well, I guess he's having the trial done first, so I, I really don't know any more than that. Well, let's pray. I mean, I'm with you on that exact same thing. I kind of stand with you in that. I kind of know the feeling as a grandparent, kind of like, and then you're just worried about yeah. your kids because that's, I mean, my my whole concern uh, besides Easton, although I feel that Easton's in the hands of the Lord, is that the kids will right. burn out. they got three other kids, and it's like, wow, that's, you know, there's a lot of damage. Yeah, there's more, yeah, out. right. Right? So that's that pain that you go through as a, as a grandparent. Right. Exactly. Distance. So let's exactly pray. So. Let's let's pray about it and let's bring it before the Lord and ask for help. Okay. 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 Father, Thanks. we come before you right now, and I lift up John to you. And I, you know what, Lord, there's a few people that can probably identify <clears throat> the exact same way that I'm identifying with, uh, with him and I together. Because I have Easton, he's got Nola, and it's just it's hard. Now you're the father of all, and you know exactly what's going on and what needs to happen. But our petition is not just for Nola and Easton, although it is. But it is for also the family surrounding them, mm-hmm. because those people are going through the tough journey, the toughest part. Right. And we just ask you to fill their hearts and minds with peace, because we can't, and you can. And we ask you to give them that comfort that we can't give them, but you can. And we're not just praying for these yeah. in this situation. We're praying for everybody in our audience. We're praying for Gary. We're praying for everybody yeah. who needs healing, for Rosalind and for and Brother Ace and for every person that, that needs a touch that is, you know, just needs your touch in their physical body and all of their families that are hurting around them. We petition you as people that feel it, and we ask you to bring healing balm into the situation and have mercy. That's what right. we're asking. We got nothing better, but you are the best, and we don't need anything better. We just need your grace in the situation. We pray this in the powerful and awesome name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen, brother. You keep me posted. I'll keep you posted. We'll stay in touch. We'll family this thing through in the kingdom of God. All right. Thanks, David. You're welcome, my brother. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. And believe it or not, we're going to switch gears. It's so weird. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and 
that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct. And what's happened is the walls have fallen down, and we need to rebuild them, and we need to build them back. And the only way we can do that is with God's people taking a stand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I will say, especially in regards to the political correctness, it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from God. And that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on, because it goes all over the place. Well, the, the only hope for America is, is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, our hope, my hope is in God and his people taking a stand uh, this coming uh, election season. And uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for, but we need to take a stand for God's truth and his righteousness. Yeah, that's fa- fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it. And it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right. God bless you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that, too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. If Jesus. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. The Lord, the grace of the Lord is with us. Amen? Can you say that? God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. All right. All right. Here's our trivia question. Get ready for that. I'm going to be sneaky about it because people are kind of guessing ahead of time. Here it is. What did Jesus say when he saw Nathaniel coming toward him? What did Jesus say? When Nathaniel was coming towards him. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said something. What did he say? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I'm going to send you up to the website and just remind you one thing. We have a radio rent due this week. And I, I mean, Dom likes it, but I don't like it. That's not my favorite week. So don't forget that on the money. If you can give, great. If you can't, be praying for us. Radio Rent, and we'll take care of it and keep you uh, posted as best we can on all the things. It should be fine. I'm not anticipating any problems. I don't want you to think we can't make it. But I want you to understand that always takes a nice little chunk out of Tell me about it. It's a nice little chunk out of life right there. Uh, so if you can give, great. Please uh, go to the website, check it out. It tells you how to give or give through the site at hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? 
HeMustIncrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org. HeMustIncrease.org. That has got. Now I, I I know I think I know what that is. I'm gonna guess. Is that the intro from Miami Vice? I I'm gonna. You gotta ask her. That I thought that was uh. What is F- that? Phil Collins. That sounds like Phil Collins. Oh, is that the Phil Collins? That sounds like it, but it, I know, I but could that's be wrong. the same okay, song. Okay, same song. Yeah. Yep. See, see, see. Now you gotta ask Jennifer. You gotta go. Was that? Was it Phil Collins? The Miami Vice. Okay. We've just given her the. You know, she can do whatever she wants. The freedom. The She's wrong. too funny. I would just keep just keep going with that stuff. Uh, what did Jesus say when he saw the tandem coming towards him? That's what you're looking for. You're still in the Gospel of John, chapter 1. In the meantime, we will do our history, because that's the one I can't push back to another day, because history is specific. Uh, I'll go ahead and play the history. Let's go I did not know this at any point. Watch this. When I started with the earlier stuff and what I just did, right? Mm-hmm. You know what today is? What's that? DNA day. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was It's DNA day. Oh, my goodness. Very important. The, and with the DNA, and then we connect. Okay. All right. You know, I'm just going to be quiet and let God do what he's going to do and just smile. Uh, World Penguin Day. I got nothing on that. I don't. I don't know what that means. National Zucchini Bread Day. Love zucchini. Pretty bread. good. Yeah. Love zucchini bread. Uh, National Crayola Day, which is the crayons. You know, crayons. Kind of yep. And National Telephone Day, which they better hurry up because pretty soon the way things are going, there won't be a phone anymore. They'll just you know insert a chip in your forehead or your right hand, and you'll just call by thinking or something like that. Uh, let's see, 1901 on this day, the New York, oh, I'm sorry, state of New York becomes the first United States, United State to require automobile license plates. And when was this day? In 1901 in New York. Wow. Wow, that is weird. Uh, 1961 on this day, Robert Noyce is granted a patent for the integrated circuit. Without the integrated circuit, you'd have nothing on the computers. I mean, that's just a, and then finally, 1719 on this day, Robinson Crusoe. By Daniel Defoe is published. Wow. A lot of history today. That's me crumpling it up in case you guys are wondering. All right, back to the triv question, and then I'm going to go to the teaching in Galatians. You guys don't mind, do you? Okay. Doesn't really matter. This is what we're doing. So uh, what did Jesus say when he saw Nathaniel coming towards him? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email to David. At he must increase.org. So we just finished our little Matthew 10. We'll go back to the regular structure next Tuesday if God says we can or if that's the way it kind of goes. Here I want to talk to you about something that Paul says in Galatians, which is absolutely positively fascinating. He says this in Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. That's where we are, Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. And remember, last week we talked about Paul. He said, look, uh, a curse falls on anybody that teaches a false gospel, distorts the gospel. And then he says in verse 10, I'm not trying to be a people, please people. If I was trying to please people, I wouldn't be a Christian. If you're looking to be a people pleaser, do not become a Christian. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Verse 11, dear brothers and sisters, I solemnly assure you that the good news of salvation, which I preach, 
is not based on human reasoning or logic. For my message came by a direct revelation from Jesus Christ himself. No one else taught me. I just, I love this. You think, why do you, why do you like to listen, listen, listen. Now, I want you to kind of, I want to put this together. I don't want you to miss this. The gospel is not based on human reasonings or the reasonings of the world. People, I hope you don't misunderstand. It's not that there's zero logic. In fact, that's exactly not true. But it's not based on human reasonings because human reasonings have their origin as man being the center. And that's wrong. And it's not based on that. And additionally important is this, what he says. That Paul is trying to communicate that God revealed to him the gospel. And he says, I mean, it's so powerful. He goes, which I preach. It's not based on human reasons or logic. For my message came by a direct revelation of Jesus Christ himself. You know who taught Paul the gospel? Jesus. Okay, so and look, just in case you're wondering what he was trying to say, the very next verse he goes, "No one else taught me." So he's what he's saying is, "Look, I got this from Jesus." And we've mentioned this before, and it's important to understand. There are things that you get. This isn't for the, the area of doctrine so that you can you know, be substantially wiser than every other person. You know the doctrine, and no other Christian knows it. That, you know, I, I think that's just pride. I think this has to do with a person's personal walk with the Lord, their situations, their life, their feelings, their processes. This isn't about basic Bible doctrine. This is about your walk with God. If the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and everything the Holy Spirit does through you is to glorify Jesus Christ and Jesus is at the right hand of the Father and that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one, then what's taking place inside of you is this engagement with God and of course there's going to be personalization in that. I don't know. Are your fingerprints the same as mine? No. Are your eye prints the same as mine? No. Is your brain the same as mine? No. My circuitry is different. Mine's a little more warped. But the idea behind this is that God works with you as he works with me, as he works with Dynamite D, as he works with Jennifer, as he works with Don, as he works with Deb. It's like the same thing. He just does it with different—the difference is that he's always communicating using us and showing us stuff. He's revealing stuff to us. Again, he's not going to give you a doctrine that you alone hold and no other Christian could ever know. I mean, that's just—that's just pride. But he might speak specifically to your situation that you have that nobody else has. Of course he will do that. And so Paul's like, he told me. He told me what the truth was. I was. I got it. He told me. He showed me. I know. And the reason I bring that up is because the church is very afraid of that. And I don't believe that some of that, when the Lord shares with you, is for public. I think when the Lord shares with you something personally, it's personal. <laughs> That's kind of like what the whole point is. But I think it's important to understand God speaks to people. If you didn't speak to people, nobody else would get saved through the power of the gospel, which continually speaks today. And he speaks to you. 
just the other day, this isn't a new revelation, but I just, I just want to share it, and I just, I just really hope I can. I'm so I'm reading in the Revelation, so you know I'm doing Genesis and Revelation simultaneously. Okay, so I was in Revelation the other day, and there's this portion where Jesus says, "They will know that I love you," and I just, I, I mentioned this before, just so, so profoundly spoke to me. It was like I just stopped reading my Bible and I looked up to heaven and I just said, oh man, I just I I just receive your love. Thanks for loving me. And was that for every single person on the planet? Well the, the general message is, but at the moment and at the time, this is what we call the DAP, the dynamic application principle where it, uh, it impacts you at the moment. That was impacting me. It was something the Lord was reiterating to my heart and to my mind, saying, David, I love you. And I'm just like Sergio or anybody else going, yeah, I'm a mess. Yes, but we're God's mess. And he loves us. Okay? That is so powerful. All right. Okay. Uh, what did Jesus say when he saw Nathaniel coming toward him? Here is a true Israelite in him there is in whom there is no deceit. And a equal translation would be here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. So being fake doesn't help anybody ask Ananias and Sapphira how being fake goes. And here's a guy that just calls it the way he sees it. And Jesus goes, I love this guy. He just tells it the way it is. Not a lot of not a lot of pullback from him. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Swin Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Well, since we're being honest, um, so last week I was diagnosed with cancer, and that has been the biggest um, red flag. We actually thought, and, and I know God heals. I believe God heals. We actually thought I was going to begin surgery tomorrow, and I would have been out for about a month, which means everyone would have to do the conference without me. And um that was going to be a big deal. Um, we're keeping our faith. We're keeping our head up. We're going to keep working hard. Uh, praise God that my surgery was delayed to after conference. And so really this conference will actually be the last time I get to speak uh, for probably a good two or three months because of the surgery. I, I won't be able to speak. And even if you hear me now, I'm I'm speaking kind of not, not as strong as normal. But I'm kind of excited this weekend, this conference is going to be my chance to say everything I need to say about Jesus and his love for people. And hopefully, you know, hopefully God can use my story as an example that um, no matter what you go through, uh, you still have a calling. You still have Mm -hmm. a purpose. You don't, don't let, don't let trials stop you Mm -hmm. uh, from doing what God's called you to do. So uh, I'm looking for, I'm thankful I get to be here for the conference, but that's definitely a, you know, been been a, been some challenges to, to get ready for it, but it's going to be amazing. All right, so there's a great thing that comes out of this from a scriptural point of view that I know you know, but sometimes hearing it from a third party is always a helpful element. 
And that is the Apostle Paul was specific in saying that my speech might not be that great, Mm, but don't misunderstand the representation and the power of the kingdom of God and the Holy Spirit that operates through me. Yeah. And so, you know, you could just sit there and say, you know, there's a connection there Mm -hmm. between what he went through because they were making fun of the way he talked right up until he came. And then (laughs) that changed in a hurry. And so the idea is to understand that. And then also, uh, not a a mark of of maybe dancing, but a, a mark of notice would be that you're doing this conference and there's a great deal of warfare that's coming mm-hmm. against you. And it's yeah. like, that, that's just got to tell you, well, the enemy doesn't uh, move in warfare if there's no purpose to move in warfare. That's right. Now, I always tell people, when Christians, and they go, oh, well, the, the enemy doesn't care about me. Well, because I never hear him or I never, it's like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a plus. That's a negative. Yeah. You know, it's like, that means you are no threat to any kingdom mm-hmm. anywhere. And that is not good. Let's pray. Can I pray for you? Yes, real please. Quick? Let's do yes, it. So, Father, we come before you right now. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would just touch Jason in this surgery process. We know that you can heal. We know that you mend. We know that you help people recover. But you also help people accomplish the tasks assigned to them. And what we pray for is a peace for him and his family. And we pray for a strength and energy. Almost talked about in Colossians where you give the people the energy to accomplish. And we pray for that energy to work through him, through you, so he can finish the task that was set before him and recognize everything he's doing here has kingdom and eternal value and nothing should take away from that. We pray that in Jesus' name. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're going to give our last trivia question, which is another one that Eric got right ahead of time. (laughs) Eric was on a roll. Uh, What did Nathaniel say in response? I'm doing these out of order, but it's still in John chapter 1. What did Nathaniel say in response to the statement that they found the Messiah? What did he say in response to that? They said, oh, we found the Messiah. How did he respond to that? If you think you know the answer, you uh, can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at he must org. So um, I do got I do have a verification or confirmation, by the way, from Jennifer that it is in fact that sound was in fact the drum uh, solo for Air Tonight by Phil Collins, and she does not think it's the same one. It just it just seemed like it. Oh, that was fast. I thought it was because it had a very similar kind of like uh, thing i'll have to double check that we'll have to have somebody double or tri- triple check because us old people are thinking are you sure are you sure anyway uh so with that uh not important stuff taken care of our trivia question straightforward what did nathaniel uh say in response to this statement that they had found out uh that they had found the messiah what what did he say 
That is the uh, question. He had a very direct statement, uh, which is kind of a validation for him being a, I just uh, see, I just talk the way I see it. Uh, again, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. Also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. So under this last part in Galatians, is really important. We're going to skip the the jokes because we just don't have the time frame for it. Uh, this last part after Paul said, Dear brothers and sisters, I solemnly assure you that the good news of salvation, which I preach, is not based on mere human reasoning or logic. For my message came by direct revelation from Jesus Christ himself. No one else taught me. You know that I, I what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how I violently persecuted the Christians. I did my best to get rid of them. I was one of the most religious Jews of my own age, and I tried as hard as possible to follow all the traditions of my religion. And so that's uh, the NLT. That's a softer translation. You know that's not the most direct translation. And I try to tell you that, tell you what's going on. Here's what Paul is saying in a nutshell, and I and I think it's worthwhile because I'm going to reference another portion of Scripture in it, and that is in regards to me and how I was in, in, in prior to my Christ days, I was after the Christians. I was just, I was just, I was just a dude. I was it. And then he had this confrontation with Jesus, and this is how Paul concluded it. I'm going to pull this out of Philippians and watch. This is a, just a fam, fantastic thing. He says, he says this, Although I might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in flesh, I think I have more. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness, which is by the law, I was blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet, indeed, I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. So in, in this portion in Philippians chapter 3, and in this portion here in Galatians, Paul is telling you, I got an excellent pedigree. I have such great good works. I've got it all lined up. I, I'm better than most of the people my own age. I'm more zealous. I'm more fervent. I'm more legalistic. And all of it means nothing. You think, what? He said it means nothing. And I give it all up and count it as garbage. I count it as dung, actually, is the other translation. That I may simply know Jesus Christ. And some of us are out there and we're counting on our righteousness. We're counting on our good works. We're counting on our this, that, whatever. No. That's why Jesus said, then many will say to you, you know, Lord, Lord, did we not do this? Do we not do this? Do we not do this? And Jesus said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you that's the key 
And so this whole process that Paul is talking about is like, look, I shared this this good news. The Lord showed me this good news. And what the Lord had showed him was that all of his religious accomplishments were useless and meaningless. They're garbage compared to just knowing Jesus. And they talked about this throughout the whole show, if you think about that. And there's some of you out there that you've been in the in the Christian realm, but you really didn't, you really haven't just gone, you know what? Jesus, I let go of all of my great works, and I rest entirely by faith on the grace that's given through you. And you need to do that. You need to let go. Stop, stop being so prideful. It's a gift. You know what you got to do before you open up the gift? You got to receive it. <laughs> you got to. You take it and you say, thank you. In our case, you say, thank you. I'm not worthy. I ask for your forgiveness. I'm sorry for all the dumb things I've done. And for those of you who are out there who are Christians and you have gotten away from leaning on the grace of God, the entire book of Galatians is specifically written for that purpose. Now is as good a time as any to make the right return and to fully depend on the grace of God. Father, I just pray for those people right now that instead of pride, there be a humility and that they would surrender, fully surrender to your grace. And they receive by faith the salvation that you've granted all of us as a gift. We are unworthy and we acknowledge it. And we simply ask, Jesus Christ, live in our hearts by faith and be our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. What did Jesus say? Uh, I'm sorry, what did, how did Nathanael respond to the statement when they found the Messiah? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? That's what he said. It's very cutting. Eh, Nazareth? There ain't nothing good in there. That's what he said. Got it? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break, and then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.